Hi everyone, welcome to the Restoring Rapport Podcast. My name is Seth Hensley and this is a show dedicated to young believers pursuing the goal of healthy marriage and family. You know, we live in a world where getting married and starting a family is far too often postponed for longer than God designed and pushed to the back burner in favor of less important things. But the good news is that it doesn't have to stay this way. As young believers, we have the choice to prioritize what matters most in our lives every day and to live face to face with God and others. Every Thursday and Sunday on this show, I'll be sharing research conducting interviews and reviewing articles on the importance of marriage and family for society. I'll also be releasing exclusive content such as spoken word poetry, allegorical short stories, and bonus episodes for subscribers. Friends, God did not set us up to live life alone. The truth of the matter is that every minute of your adult life that you wait to marry is a minute of your life that you're not spending with your life partner. While some might be content to live with the consequences of this arrangement, I would argue that those who wish to spend as much of their life as possible with their mate are perfectly within reason and soundness of value to do so. It is my deepest hope that this podcast inspires Generation Z to pursue marriage, become the best spouses and parents the world has ever seen, serve with furious intentionality, love well, and discover the joy of hanging the moon for another. To access my sources, subscribe to the show, or get your copy of my latest book, visit anchor.fm slash seth-hensley or check out the show notes of each episode. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 171 of the Restoring Report podcast. We're super excited for the content we got planned out for you guys today. As always, this is a podcast about keeping marriage and family essential goals for young believers and prioritizing relationship in a world of many distractions. And today we've got Landon, Landon back on the show to react to a recent interaction between Jordan Peterson and Bill Maher over the issue of whether or not marriage is worth it and whether or not um, pursuing monogamy is a good way to live your life. And I want you to notice throughout the course of this video, this is a really good video that I actually watched this past week. This is not my first time seeing this video, um, but Lane has never seen it before and we're going to get his first take on it. The, and the, the, I want you to look at the differing worldviews between these two men here. Um, and I want you to ask yourself who I would rather take advice from if I want to end up at their age with a healthy marriage, right? Because we have two very different pieces of advice here. One's, one person, one very old experienced man is going to tell you and kind of encourage you, hey man, you probably shouldn't get married at all. I would encourage you to just pursue a life of hooking up and, and having fun and avoiding all of the conflict and trouble and, uh, and work that marriage entails. And the other one is going to tell you that marriage is a stabilizing influence that men actually need and that the safest place and the most healthy place to engage in sexuality is within a marriage. And they're both, you know, similar ages, I would say. I don't know the exact ages on these men, but um, they, they both appear to be similar in age. Um, but I just want you to ask yourself, wh who, what, what marriage, what relationship, you know, status with the world would I rather have? You know, would I rather have this man's, you know, relationships or this man's relationships and again nothing against either of these men i think they're both brilliant in their own in their own field and they've done well um but i want you to examine what they're saying here and landon i'm really excited to get your take on this uh so without further ado let's go ahead and dive right into it i recently saw this this past week and i just had to record it i hit the record button on my computer so we could uh, react to it but then we had a little bit of software trouble pulling it up on the computer so we're just going to watch it online now but let's go ahead and hop right in Because you have to be no, aggressive. It's, it's, uh, it's led to a lot of stress in my life. I would say more than anything else, except relationships. <laughs> you know, I, I had to, it took me a long time to learn that I'm not really built for like kind of standard. I mean, you, 
when you were ticking off like those five things you need to be happy or whatever. Yeah. Like I must say that's the one time my my bristles sort of went up because I've I don't know if you're saying this exactly, but I've read it in other places. I mean, there's a, a I forget the guy's name, but he's a famous doctor and he wrote a book on how to like be. You know, there's a lot of books like that. How to live to be a million years old, or you know, how to don't die if you don't have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, 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 right. Books like it's that. Good title. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It, it really is. And one of his things was, you know, he had like. 40 things you're supposed to do, and I agreed with most of them. You know, obviously, stay in shape and, you know, don't eat sugar. And and one of them was be married. And I was like, you know, for you, mm-hmm. it, 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 it bothers the unmarried. And there's actually, I think, probably now more of us than married now in America. I think that we tipped right there. over that point mm-hmm. a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I think singles are the majority. It just, uh, just that idea that, uh, you know, well, you're this doctor, you're supposed to be really smart, a lot of what you say is smart, but you don't get that that's like a personal thing, and, you know, I hate to put it this way, but sometimes when somebody gets cancer and they're like, I couldn't have gotten through it without my wife, or I couldn't have gotten through it without my husband, and I always want to say, yeah, right, maybe dude, they gave uh, it to So just, just kicking this video off, I'm, I'm curious to hear what you have to say. So he came out of the gate swinging and basically say, and, and Jordan Peterson has said in the past that if you want to be healthy, you should probably get married, which is one of the reasons that we, we show him on the show so much is we really appreciate that. But here we have a man who said, um, uh, the, you know, something has caused more stress in my life more than anything else other than relationships. And from that little tangent, he went off on how he didn't believe that, you know, in spite of professional uh, doctors' opinions and uh, health, health articles that he read, he went on to say that it, getting married is not something that uh, produces health for everybody and that um he said in all, he actually said he went on to suggest that you know a lot of the reasons that spouses have cancer or you know severe health problems is that their spouse gave it to them so uh, what are your thoughts on that initially man and i i have strong thoughts but i'll go ahead and get yours first that last sentence almost made me spit out my coffee like i've <laughs> never I'm usually not one to like mince words and I, I usually just say it how I feel and like mm-hmm. but that is just outrageous. I mean saying that your wife or husband is the reason why you got cancer mm-hmm. that to me is just absolutely outlandish but it's so sad because you may not hear it at this scale um you know obviously Bill Maher is a popular guy and you know yeah. he, he's got a platform and yeah he's he's a comedian and yeah. and, and you know he's going to say some things that are just like right outlandish and he's going to do it on purpose that's just who he is that's what he's done um but it's sad because you see this in your normal life you know um Seth I don't know if you've realized this just recently um but there's going to be people that will come to you now that you like are newly married and breathe and speak death into your marriage mm-hmm. as a joke they look yeah. at it as jokingly you know yeah. they're like they'll say like oh well you just wait you'll be tired of her yeah. oh you just wait it gets so hard and blah 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 blah, blah. and they'll try to speak death into your marriage and mm-hmm. people who especially people who've had failed marriages yeah. are the just some of the most you know they just drag you down like so hard mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, what it sounds like to me, Bill Maher just sounds like a bitter ex-husband. I mean, it, yeah. that, that's, all, that's all I'm getting from him. Mm-hmm. 
I uh, when I watched it, dude, I, I did take that into consideration. This man is a comedian. He's trying to be funny. That's what he's done, you know, for years, and he's very good at it. He's a very, he's a very funny guy. A lot of his videos, I just laugh so hard at. But but he, the, the the reason that it's funny, and the reason that everything he says is funny, is because something about what he said resonates as truth to his audience, and right. that's what troubles me. To to go in here and say to he blatantly contradicted the opinion of health professionals and very uh, academically wise men, as well as um, as you're going to see in a minute, very happily married men who have been married for years, um, and and he just basically said. You know, I, I don't really care about those Harvard studies or those Pew Research Center articles saying that, you know, you're less likely to get cardiovascular disease if you're married. I actually think you're more likely to have a heart attack because of your spouse. And, of course, he's playing on the fact that, um, you know, being married is hard. It comes with challenges. Right, you know, and then it's all stressful, all nothing right. but stress. Yes, and, and that's... In, in his experience, that may be true. Right. But, but I would argue... And and this is kind of what I always go back to when I talk to people about marriage problems. Um, it's not as stressful if you have the right thing, the right goal, keeping both of you together. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, if your goal is to grow closer to God and to grow closer to each other, I feel like that stress is not there as bad. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm pretty sure, I won't say this 100%, I'm pretty sure Bill Maher is some sort of atheist or agnostic. Mm -hmm. Um but when you don't have a common goal and you're not growing towards God together, you you naturally can't come together. You you drift apart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's it's he's he's coming out he's coming out really strong with that. He's coming out really strong with the idea that marriage actually takes years off of your life instead of adds years to your life, and it uh, decreases the quality of your life instead of increases the quality of your life. And again, he's saying these things these things sort of tongue in cheek in a very um, soft way, but he's still saying them. He's still suggesting um, through his comedy that being married is not a good thing. And I want you guys, this, this next thing Jordan Peterson says coming up in a minute, is just brilliant. I want, I want to for sure get it on the reaction video, but he's, he's saying these things from his experience as he will go on to tell you in the clip. And what I want you guys to, this is something we've said on the show over and over, just because somebody has a poor experience with marriage, just because they've done it wrong, just because they're in the middle of a shipwreck does not mean that they need to tell you to avoid marriage because yeah. it is possible to do it right. That's yeah. just because marriage has been done wrong doesn't doesn't mean that it cannot be done right. And I'm not again, I'm not throwing this Bill Mars got, you know, five times my life experience. So I'm not saying here that, you know, his opinion is not valuable. But what I'm saying is that here you have in this video, which is the beauty of it, you have a man of a similar life season, Jordan Peterson, who is going to give an alternate perspective and say, Hey man, I actually think marriage is good for young people, and it's a good goal to be pursued, and here's why. And it is then the job of the audience, the job of us, the, the young men watching this video, to choose what life advice we want to follow. Okay? And uh, that's what I want you guys to come away with. But let's go ahead and hop right back in and see how Jordan responds to this. Yeah, well, you know, relationships Not, can be definitely... Yes, they, the stress of one I'm talking well, about, of course. It's funny, though, you know, because is it... How much of it do you think is the stress of relationship and how much do you think of it... How much of it do you think is the difficulty of maintaining mm. a relationship through the stresses of life? Hi, guys. This is just a quick reminder that you can use the link in the show notes to send me a voice message with a comment or a question. Right, no, because the... the a, not B. Not, not B. Not life. <laughs> Life is not the problem. It's the relationship itself. It's the monotony. 
I, I mean, again, people are different. You know, like some people, they, they love that. I know guys who like, they cannot wake up alone. And uh, that's not me, you know. People are different, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't think we give that enough um, respect, that idea. I think we all, there's a lot of this assuming if you're not, you know, if you want to be happy, be married, you know, just get in, get in line, buddy. Come on. This is what we're doing here. We're doing the marriage thing to be, a, like you do you, uh, you know, equivalent. So, well, we talked about this a little bit right. earlier in terms of the utility of, of, of sustaining relationships to sort of keep you tapped into shape. Yeah. So, okay. So if you're, if you don't have a long... I've got dozens of them. Yeah. <laughs> and have they tapped you into shape? i got bitches tapping me into shape all across this country. Are you kidding? Well, so, I'm so, all about the tapped into well, shape. Well, so what keeps you, no, what keeps you as sane as you are? Uh, you know what? My parents. Yeah, okay. So A lot of it is you were brought up. I've, I'm very grateful that I was brought up in the era I was brought up in and not the one we have alluded to tonight where people are spoiled and where you were overprotected. I was not overprotected. I'm so much, first of all, adulthood just seems like all gravy compared to how much anxiety and fear I had in my childhood. Mm-hmm. And many people will say the opposite, but to me, childhood was, even when it was not bad, and I didn't have a bad, I had nothing bad happened to me. I had wonderful parents, you know, grew up in a placid New Jersey setting in the 60s it was very very leave it to beaver but i still was like a nervous mess going to school because there was no such thing as like protecting you from bullying Mm -hmm. um there's one kid who was bullied so unmercifully i I can't believe he didn't kill himself but Mm -hmm. we were made of sterner stuff so i mean the fact that i had that kind of upbringing where i wasn't overprotected where i got understood very early certainly before i went off to college what real sorrow was not that i like went to war or anything that would be the ultimate but like you know getting dumped the first time when you're in 17 and you know just the bullying stuff in the schools and all that kind of stuff you're you're going off to college and then college there was no social life at cornell it really sucked i mean by the time i got into adulthood i was like oh (laughs) <laughs> what happens to me? It's just not worse than Cornell. <laughs> uh, and and so, like, it's all been gravy. And I'm, I was always meant to be an adult. You know, I like adult things. I didn't even like children when I was a child. I thought they were very childish. Mm-hmm. I went to Cornell the first semester. <clears throat> I alienated the entire dorm because they were, like, having shaving cream fights every night. Okay, it's funny for a week. And then it was like, and I like said something, and then I was like the ass. Pause right here. So, I mean, it's, I love Jordan Peterson, first off. He's so good. Yeah. Like, he he can respond to these things in, in ways that were, if I was in that room, I would have responded in a way that probably would have had Bill on his back foot. Yeah. Because I'm a little more aggressive. Yeah. Um, and and yeah. he's able to have this conversation and challenge his beliefs yeah. without even, you know, causing a stir. So that yeah. I'm always so impressed by that. Yeah. But watching Bill Maher um in this in this discussion, it's like what I'm getting from him is 
it seems like, and he tells you when he was a kid, he felt like he was too mature for the kids. Mm-hmm. And what can happen there is um, when that when people feel that way, as they grow up, they have it in their head that they're too mature for their age group, mm-hmm. and it causes a um, I don't even know what to call it. Um, let's just call it a uh, hipster complex. Yeah. Where you you're just in your mind you're different. Nobody understands why you're different. You're just different. Yeah. And right. um you know, you you have this thing about you that nobody else understands and nobody else goes through. Mm-hmm. Um but in reality, he's saying, "Well, I don't need to get married. I'm fine waking up by myself." Mhm. That's fine. Like that's cool. You wake yeah. up by yourself. You you do every once in a while even after you get married. Yeah. But you know, the part where it's like, well, Cornell was really rough. Well, you could have been married. Somebody could have been there to help you out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are times in his life where I'm sure it was yep. tough. And sure. and you don't you don't look back at life and think of those hard times. Our brains mm-hmm. don't do it like that. If I'm looking back at high school now, I'm thinking of all the great things that happened. I'm thinking of how cool it was. But if, I, if you would have asked me then how life was, I wouldn't have been as happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so... When you when you move forward, you realize you start to think of things happier than they were. But in this in that moment, I would say he would have wished that he had somebody with him to help oh, yeah. him. Oh, and yeah. you, uh, know you know he he's he's got this in his head though that he has to. And and this isn't me trying to like place it on him. It's just what I'm getting from the discussion. It mm-hmm. seems like he is trying to be different than the people his age and everybody's married. So he's like, well, I don't need that. I'm, I'm different. I'm better. I'm like, I can do this on my own. Yeah. And some, he's like, some people need marriage and some people need somebody to help them. And in his eyes, that's a sign of weakness. But yeah. in reality, this is how it's supposed to be. We don't have that other half. Yeah. That's a, that's a good thought, dude. And I would also say here that, um, that my problem with, with what he's saying is that let's say he is part of the you know one percent that can, that can go you know unmarried without harmful consequence. Let's say he is that. Which by the way, as we will see later in the video, I don't think he is. But let's say for the sake of argument that he can go without being married without harmful consequence, and that that's a that's a that's a totally acceptable road for him to walk. Um, he's saying these things about you know it just being optional to a, a fan base of millions of guys. And my problem is most guys are not like that. Most guys no. are not capable of going uh, unmarried without harmful consequence, as is reflected by all the uh, medical journals. Let's just stay on the health front. All the medical journal- journals and the doctors saying these things that, that married guys are healthier. Um, so even from the secular just health perspective – Guys who get married are, generally speaking, uh, more healthier. So it's more healthy. So it's right. not just an optional thing. And I don't like when when it's presented as an optional thing from somebody who has such a massive following. Instead, I like what Jordan Peterson does, where he says, "I actually encourage you to get married, and maybe that's not for you, but for the vast majority of you, that's probably the case. So you need to be pursuing health in that front." While well, you're and and if it's not for you, you're gonna know. Um, pretty quickly and it's because these relationships that you're in when you're dating they're going to drain you Um, Mm -hmm. and they're going to keep you from things that are Mm -hmm. what you're called to be doing 
Um, you know, so you can't just be like, well, I haven't found a girl, so yeah. marriage must not be for me. So true. It's not so accurate. True. No. It's not accurate. It, you have to try and see if it's not for you. Um, but one of the things that came to mind is I, I've heard Bill Maher talk about stuff, uh, you know, about porn, stuff like mm-hmm. that. And um, when you say that you don't need marriage, um, people that are married or encourage marriage are able to step back and say, well, what are you replacing marriage with? Yeah. And, and to me, it's, to me, it's easy to look at that and say, well, what are you replacing it with? Mm -hmm. Um, even married people sometimes replace marriage with other things. And and that may, that may be confusing to some people, but if I'm not putting a hundred percent into my marriage, where am I putting my effort? You know, are you putting your effort into your career? Are you yeah. putting your effort into, you know, the videos on the internet that you, yeah. you know, what is it that you're Somebody doing Somebody on the side? Yeah. What is it yeah. that you're doing that is keeping you from this marriage? And that's, that's where the stress comes in. That's where Jordan's talking about, you know, this stress of, uh, you know, keeping a relationship throughout life. Mm-hmm. That's the life is that there's things around you that try to pull your attention and Bill Maher can't see that. And it's yeah. obvious because he has other things that are in place of marriage so why would he look at them as negative things that put stress right. on a marriage? Right. And I would, I would again say, just to reinforce exactly what Landon said there, if you are having an overwhelming desire to watch pornography, that's pretty highly indicative that you have a sex drive. And I would say if you have a sex drive and the only way to operate in sexual health is within the context of a marriage, as we've argued other places, then you are intended for marriage. There's no other option. If you've got right. a drive and you're, trying, if you, and you're looking at pornography on a regular basis, that is an unhealthy means of sexual fulfillment. Um, you know, creating a problem in your life because you're unwilling to embrace the genuine article. You're unwilling to pursue a, a healthy sexual relationship with a woman. And so, in fact, you're, you're unwilling to pursue a, a sexual relationship at all. You're responding to a screen that gives you your sexual needs. So, and I would, I would say because of Bill Maher's, you know, overt statements on, you know, pornography being okay and uh, all, you know, it's not necessary to get married, that it's really, he's really saying, you know, it's okay to live in with, you know, a coping mechanism. Uh, the coping mechanism of porn uh, because marriage is too hard. So what we'll do is we'll just settle for the less than the best sexual experience of pornography and, you know, I would argue immoral um, use of pornography. Let's, we'll just settle for that instead of pursuing a healthy sexual relationship. And that, as we've argued many other places on the show, that's just not a good thing to do. But I do want to move on just really quick and get the last uh, little bit further in this video because he does, Jordan Peterson kind of gives his perspective on it and it's, it's really good. All right, guys, that is where we are going to wrap up this episode. If you enjoyed the content you heard in this episode, reach out and let me know what you thought of it through the link in the show notes. You can send me a personalized audio voice message giving me thanks, comments, questions, feedback, and alternate perspective, your story, anything at all. We would love to hear those. It makes us feel super connected to you guys as audience members, and it makes the podcasting system two-way. You can also follow the Restore Report podcast on Instagram and Facebook if you're interested in the content we post there as well. So thank you guys so much for listening today, and we will talk to you next time.